Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. So glad to have you on Maggie and Perloff here on this Thursday. We've got a lot going on in sports tonight. you got Game 5 of the World Series. Perloff's Philadelphia Phillies now in a deadlock tie with the Houston Astros. They got shut out last night. Oh, and that's all on. that happened. They got <laughs> shut out. They did not get no hit. You can't have four people combined for a no hitter. That's not what a no hitter means. But, okay, if you look at it from that angle, the Phillies got no hit. Forget who was pitching. The Phillies got no hits. Yes, they got no hit last night by the Houston Astros. But the Astros did not get a no-hitter. They did not pitch a no-hitter. No, the Phillies got <laughs> shut out last night. And that's what the headline should be. We'll see what happens tonight. Game starts in about three hours or so. And then we've also got more Philadelphia. Like, do the sports gods hate us? Why do we have all this Philly on a one day? Uh, then we get the Eagles and the Houston Texans with a game that the Eagles are expected to win with ease. I mean, listen, it's, obviously you giveth and taketh. We losing James Harden for a month. And six <laughs> yeah, <or. laughs> I know you're broken up about it. You're yeah. Like, I wonder what he's going to look like when he comes back. Are we all curious? I am dying <laughs> to know what James Harden looks like after a month Stu off. nodding. But yeah. It's going to be one of the most interesting stories of the second half of the NBA season. How big is James Harden? Yeah, well, I don't know. Just keep tabs on every gentleman's club within 90 miles of Philadelphia. That's probably going to give you a good instance wow. of what's going on. Wow. Whatever. If he was here, I'd say that. Yeah, no, he would not He'd take any it. offense. Um, okay, so we got to get to what has been some pretty fun uh, back and forth between the Dallas Cowboys and their star running back, Ezekiel Elliott. It's time for our Cowboys Quickie. So Zeke Elliott just posted something on his Instagram and it was like a random throwback helmet of the Dallas Cowboys and he just posted it. And so a lot of people basically just connected some dots, Perloff. Maybe these are the helmets that the Dallas Cowboys are going to be wearing on Thanksgiving, the throwback helmets when they play the New York Giants. And the Dallas Cowboys main account retweeted like, oh, come on, bro. Like that somehow Elliott had revealed some secret that they were waiting to, you know, promote on their social. Well, it turns out the Dallas Cowboys' own social had put the helmet in a tweet like two months ago. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. Everyone's got a, it's a bye week. I think everyone's just like definitely mailing it in right now uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. But it was a, it was a funny story. And that's our Cowboys quick. What is, um, <laughs> what's this helmet look like? What's so different about it? It looks like the throwback helmets from the 90s. Here, look. Oh, the white. Oh, it's a yeah. white and blue. Okay. Oh, those are pretty cool. Like yeah. Leon Lett kind of helmets. Yeah. All Leon right. Lett and Thanksgiving. More memories. Yeah, I mean, we should have known when the actual team account, 
is saying it. Obviously, he wasn't in trouble. Now I get it. <laughs> I'm glad you get it now. Yeah, yeah. That, all right. That was on our list of Cowboys quickie. Probably the less, least, <laughs> less or significant. Yeah. yeah, not Jerry Jones being maybe somehow like extorted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, slash like <laughs> not acknowledging like illegitimate I, children. I don't think you're reading between the lines enough, all right? <laughs> yeah. Tony Pollard already ran wild, all right? Jerry Jones has given the faux background to, you know, backing to Zeke Elliott. He just threw the team's equipment team under the under the bus and their design team. Like this is the end for Zeke Elliott. You're Bravo, not reading between the lines. This, this helmet is the end of Zeke Elliott as a Dallas Cowboys. We know it. Way to get there. Well, this way to manufacture Dallas Cowboys drama. Yeah, I mean this story is slow to develop, just like Ezekiel Elliott trying to find the hole. <laughs> oh, that one was right there. I mean, how can you? Pi- I I understand pass protection. Tony Pollard's averaging seven yards a carry, and Zeke's at 4.2 on an offensive line where anybody, where Samper, you could run for five yards. He is slow. I know. That offensive line really came together, didn't they? <laughs> oh, but, by the way, they can't pass pro at all. So well, that's why they need Ezekiel Elliott. He's great in pass protection. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I've been told. I, I don't know how long Ezekiel Elliott's going to be on the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think anyone's really expecting him to be their pass this year. I think they have an out, and his they have his out after this year uh, where they can basically get away with almost no dead cap money. So I think Zeke Elliott is going to be bye-bye, and Tony Pollard is going to be number one. So Zeke is 27. He'll turn 28 in the offseason. That's pretty much, I mean, that's what, a year and a half past retirement age for right back. But I don't think Tony Pollard's very young either. He's 25. I know. He's Pro reaching the end. wants to put running backs in a retirement home at like 24 one, years old. Show me one other than Adrian Peterson who has ever worked past 28. Well, I, I thought I, you were going to say past 30. Past 28? Not anymore. Maybe back in the day, Mark Steven Allen. Steven Jackson? No. He totally fell apart. No, but after 30. I uh, think I think he was still good in his 28. Now we're talking about Steven Jackson. Was Steven Jackson on the Rams? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought he was still <laughs> a good, good in, his late, right. in his late in the late twenties. Anywho, um, <laughs> yeah, let's do a whole Stephen Jackson. <laughs> yeah, where is he now? Let's I went to watch a football game with Stephen Jackson in L.A. Very nice guy. Did you just watch it? No, I recently uh, a few years ago I went oh. to a Rams game in the booth, and Stephen Jackson was a Rams diplomat. And he sat next to me and watched the game. Incredibly nice guy. <laughs> he, he's he's a great. Great talker, great on the air, funny guy. He had a thousand yard seasons from the time he was twenty two up until twenty nine, and then his age thirty season, he had five hundred fifty yards rushing. Okay, but twenty nine, he still had a thousand yards. Yeah, yeah but, but his right average that, 30, per carry went to four point one. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, Cowboys are on a buy right now, but you love the fact that they did not do anything at the trade deadline. I don't say I would love, but I do think the Cowboys. If you think about the Jason Garrett team, and you think about Mike McCarthy's coaching history. How many times have fans yelled, just run the ball? Yeah. Run the ball, run the run the ball, run the ball. Tony Romo told us that they're going to lean on that offensive line. And you, I know, <laughs> let's not get into their offensive line too much, <laughs> but it does help them if they're they're running the ball. So they're not going to test that depth. Just run, run, run. You have, you're going to win. A, if you're going to win a Super Bowl, it's going to be because of defense. The formula is going to be like. Yep. And they did add Jonathan Hankins, I should mention. It was right. a, a minor move. If they win, it's going to be like Peyton Manning's second Super Bowl yep. with the Broncos, where Von Miller was the MVP of that team. It's going to be Micah Parsons is going to single-handedly. So, I don't know. Did they really need a weapon? Do you want to see them passing the ball more? Um, I just, again, I like teams that, you know, are urgent. I did not think the Brandon Cook, I'm like, I know it got really close with Brandon Cooks, but I'm not surprised that Jerry balked at $18 million. He balked at $18 million with Amari Cooper. Yeah. So I didn't see how he would have, 
like justified this. If he didn't want to pay a receiver $18 million, then he wasn't going to do it to Amari Cooper or to Brandon Cooks. Listen, the pro- last year they were a really good team. They were 12-5. and five. Yep. They might be 12-5 and five this year, but they lack something, right? They had all the weapons in the world last year, but they weren't tough enough or physical enough to win in the playoffs. The Niners pushed them around, won that game. So I think this, I kind of like the way they are right now. I mean, they're a tough team. They they are not like the Cowboys teams we've known in the past. No, and this is why I've put all my weight behind the Cowboys. Picked them when all the chips were down and feel good about it. Of course, they're on their bye week this week, so uh, we won't be getting a ton of Cowboys stuff. But I um, I wonder if they're going to end up regretting not trying to make a, a move on the offense just for, you know, people get hurt. There's not a lot of depth with their receivers. That's one thing I would be a little concerned about. But anyway, um, did you, you see this? A big story from yesterday, which was Daniel Snyder looking into yeah. um, maybe potentially selling the commanders or selling part of it. It does look like, according to Pro Football Talk, Jeff Bezos is looking into buying into the commanders. Yeah, that's been around forever, though. And so, but Daniel Snyder, is he selling? Tell me, Maggie, give me some hard news here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you want me to give you the news on what <laughs> Daniel Snyder is doing? I mean, I'm, I'm so far away from that guy. Uh, sorry, I'm. this was not pro football talk. It was people.com, People oh, Magazine. Bezos in Washington has been floating around a long time. I thought he always said no, 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 though. Okay, yeah, so now. It would be a partnership, possibly with a partnership with Jay-Z. Well, that explains how it got to people.com. Okay, so it'd be Bezos and Jay-Z together buying the Washington Commanders. Wow. Potentially. Interesting. I mean, he can afford it. I just wonder, okay, if Jeff Bezos owns a football team, how far does this go with, like, we're watching games on Amazon. Yeah. Am I going to be able to shop during the game soon? Probably. I like, mean, can that's... I buy something? Like, if you sp- say I s- uh, spot somebody in the stands and they're wearing, like, a cool Bills hat that I might want to buy, can oh, I, like, yeah. pause it, point and click at it, and all of a sudden this is going to be in my house in a day? You know how many meetings there have probably been over this <laughs> form? I've read 50 <laughs> articles on this form of TV. Of course that's happening. But do you think do, it's... Do you a- think I have to do anything, or can I just, like, wink at my yeah. TV? Do I have to actually like move or do uh-huh. anything? Are they going to read my thoughts? Just wait till the Black Friday Amazon game where they're going to be like doing ads all over the game, just like pop-ups all over the screen and you're just going to click and buy yeah. stuff while you're watching football. Oh, I was listening to an interesting interview with Dave, uh, David Sampson who is a uh, former president of the Marlins is now on CBS HQ. He said that the he thought the reason why Amazon wanted the Black Friday game is because it keeps people home so you're not out shopping on Black Friday, it keeps you home, in theory, shopping on Amazon more than you would go to a store. But if there's anything that you can do while you're shopping is pull up a football game on your phone and shop while you're walking around. Yeah, while your wife walks in front of yeah. you, just like, where'd you go? If it's on regular <laughs> network TV, it's a little bit more difficult. Hey, is it a conflict that he has, he owns Amazon, which is a network, and he's going to have a team that's on the network? I know Fox owns some some baseball team. They own the Dodgers. They own the Dodgers at some point. Yeah. So isn't that a bit, and he owns the Washington Post. Isn't this, I don't know. Is I don't there, know how the Post comes into it. Well, I mean, because he he's a media, you know, he owns these media outlets. Yeah. Are they going to be able to report like he owns a post. Is he going to be able to, I guess it's not, is he going to be able to report on the Redskins? I'm sorry, the commanders, yeah. I mean, or whatever I mean, they're called. Yeah, I mean. And is he going to have Amazon? It's going to be a little weird that one of the network partners is one of the 32 teams. I, I don't know. It seems like Maybe. possible conflict of interest. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. I wonder if he would be like not allowed to be on the media. What is the committee called? The, oh, the, the, the television Kraft. committee, whatever they call it. Maybe he's not allowed to be on that committee. 
Yeah, I mean, first of all, be, for the appearance of some kind of, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> whatever the ethical standards yeah, are in the, that room. Yeah. I don't even I, want NFL to know. owners and ethical. That's yeah, always, yeah, yeah. That's like I think in the same sense. If you're looking at the, that group of 32 NFL owners, the conflict of interest with Jeff Bezos <laughs> is the least of their problems. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Bezos, what the second, well, is he second richest person in the country right now. I think he's first. Oh, didn't Musk pass him? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, and then I assume <laughs> Musk is back, falling back to earth a little bit. Uh, Warren Buffett always said he didn't want to buy buy a team because he didn't want the hassle. I wonder if it'll end up being a hassle for Bezos. It's a hassle for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's but, always I mean, a hassle. Bezos I mean, is some guys want to do it because they become famous, like Daniel Snyder in the yeah. first place. Bezos is already one of the most famous people in the world. What does he need the Washington Commanders for? I think when you have that much money, what's I mean, you got a space program. You got Amazon. He like, loves football. He what loves else do you football. need? I mean, does he rename the commanders like the astronauts or something? Just the the, the Bezos. Oh, know. what's the name of his space program? Oh, um, Blue something. Yeah, the Washington Blue. Did he take William Shatner up to space? <laughs> <laughs> and like Michael Strahan? Did Strahan go? He did go. Blue Origin. Yeah, Blue Origin. Yeah. <laughs> I have no desire, none, to go to space. And you got the Blue Jays. You might as well have the Blue Origins. No, actually, and you didn't even realize you were doing this. They're owned by Roger Sports now, aren't they? There you go. I think they're owned by a media company. There we go. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, coming up this hour, uh, Josh Booty's going to join us in studio, scheduled to appear. We know sometimes uh, when you get walking around New York City, it can get a little dicey. I hope he's wearing shoes on, like, Matt Collins, yeah. <laughs> our last guest who... He was on time, though, but he was shoeless. I know. That's the bar now for guests. Yeah. Are you wearing clothes? All of them. I love it. Whenever we have an in-studio guest who's around New York City, Maggie always says, get them on the subway. I know, but then Ryan Leaf, unfortunately, our friend and who was a guest, <laughs> missed the stop and ended up in Brooklyn. <laughs> I was like, yeah. sorry, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. We could get a car service for these guys. Stu, get on that. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to need your credit cards, too. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right, Josh is going to join us coming up. We also have a little moment with Stu's favorite team. One of them. We'll get to that in just a minute. It is Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com. Via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We are so excited right now because finally we have a guest who understands how this city works. We have, <laughs> yes. we have former uh, NFL college football star, baseball star, Josh Booty is here in New York and you made it here I can't via bicycle. <laughs> that is awesome, I didn't dude. Wanna, I didn't want to let the show down. I, had to, I was yeah. like pedaling my butt off and then my buddy Dave Gavant, he was with me, he goes, hop on this automatic when you know, so I'm. I'm flying a little faster on that, and then we switch back and forth to make it easy on each other. But we made it here, so I'm happy. Yes, Josh Booty, former LSU star, New York City <laughs> savant. He's uh, like, you know Tom Brady was on this same deal not too long ago. You know? Oh, like, right on the West right Side the season. I'm like, yeah, I saw that. I saw him tweet about it. So, <laughs> like, I'm all right doing it then. <laughs> Perfect. Josh, there's so much ground we want to cover with you. You're here with Bula, this cool Bula Challenge app. We'll get to that in just a moment. But, I mean, we'll start with LSU because that's like, the closest maybe to your heart. Uh, this is a huge game coming up against Alabama. Perloff and I tried to do this a, a week ago, and it went. It was a disaster. <laughs> what grade would you give Brian Kelly right now as head coach of LSU? That's a good question. I, I give him probably a B plus. I, I think the the loss in the Superdome to start the year against Florida State was a devastating one for him early in the season. But him being able to kind of right that ship really quick mm-hmm. and and the fans were on him after that game going I don't know if he's going to be the fit and then you know in the off season he had the the funny deal at the Bass Pete Maravich Assembly Center where he yeah. came out and he tried to sound like a southerner and it didn't go off well and then we lost a game that we should win we were favorites against Florida State and Florida State's a little bit better than we thought they were and they had played a game before that uh you know week 0 so Anyways, we didn't come out ready to play, and it, it looked like in the fourth quarter we were inching back into that game, and we made it a good game and lost. And then, you know, we've had some we've had some success, but we've also had some failures. Tennessee's better than you know we probably thought they were when we played them, and they beat us up pretty bad. We we won against Ole Miss. Uh, I was at that game. I went to the Mississippi State game in Baton Rouge, and we won handily in that game. We were down in both of those games and played well in the second half. Uh, really took over the game. Uh, so I, I like what he's doing. He's been able to kind of get this thing going in the right direction. He's, we're 6-2. and two. We, we actually hold our own destiny. Uh, you know, we've got one SEC loss, and we got Bama this week in the West. And, you know, if we knocked them off, which I don't know if we can, but if we did knock them off, then we're, we're sitting there at the top of the West wow. and, and could play in the SEC championship. So it, it is a big game in Tiger Stadium. What's the trajectory for Brian Kelly? 
I kind of think this is not really his team. He hasn't had a chance to build a Brian Kelly team yet. Where do you see this going now that he has the recruiting capability of LSU that he didn't really have at Notre Dame? Yeah, I think, you know, you build around – it like Saban. He's always built around the defensive line and a quarterback and some balance, and now he's, you know, he's going to be able to recruit. Louisiana's got a lot of talent. He doesn't have to recruit against anyone inside the state, uh, which is – not normal compared to a lot of the other SEC schools have other schools inside their own state. When you think about Florida, it's got all the big schools. Alabama's got Auburn. Mississippi has uh, Mississippi State. Like sure. We don't have Texas in them are coming into the deal, but Oklahoma's coming in. They got Oklahoma State. Texas at A&M and Texas. I mean, Louisiana, if we can just own our state, you know, we're going to have a good program. And Brian Kelly is a great game day coach, and that's what I've been impressed with the most is I think he gets the most out of his players. Jaden Daniels, our quarterback, he's kind of a runaround guy. He's not a true passer. Next year, I think Walker Howard, he's a five-star kid from uh, from Lafayette, Louisiana, who his dad is a good friend of mine, was a quarterback before me at LSU. Jamie, I think Walker is going to be a, a big difference maker in terms of he was Kelly's guy. Kelly brought him in last year. Right when he got there, he knew he had to get that one quarterback that could take him to the next level, and then he to bridge it, he went and got Jaden Daniels in the offseason. So oh, yeah. I think Walker Howard is going to be a key to that success in the next two or three years. I mean, it was a rough start. He had to be in that video where him <laughs> Listen, and where Coach was dancing and it's going in a circle. It was terrible. So that was not easy. <laughs> yeah, good thing he's got a winning record or else that he would have never lived that down. He still may not. Uh, Josh Booty <laughs> is here with us in studio. Two-sport athlete, played college baseball, college football, played Professional baseball, played professional football. You've done it all, Josh, and you're here on behalf of the Bula Challenge app, which we'll get to. Um, Okay, so you also played for Nick Saban. And what we always find interesting about Saban is that how he's able to change and adapt with the times. He'll tell you he hates it, but he's doing it, and then he becomes the best at it. He doesn't see show any signs of slowing down. What does, like, the next five years look like for Nick Saban in your mind? Well, He's the best recruiter in the country, and he's done that year in, year out, and they're always top three. Georgia's doing a good job with it, too. Uh, Kirby Smart is, is you know, he's on the rise, and, of course, we saw him battle saving out and win a championship last year. So I yep. think you're going to see more of that in the future. I think you're going to see a lot of Georgia and Alabama. They're not going anywhere. I know Saban doesn't like a lot of this transfer portal stuff. I know he doesn't like the NIL stuff. But that's where we're at in college football. And now he's going to be able to go get if – he, if he has holes in his offense or defense, he'll be able to go and handpick guys like Jamar Gibbs from Georgia Tech, the running back that is a Alvin Kamara yep. clone. I mean, this kid's unbelievable. But he'll be able to go and get guys because they have a chance to come and win a national championship day one. And, and that's what a college kid wants to do is be able to have that, you know, opportunity to play in the monster games. And Saban's always going to have them there. And he always reloads even his staff, but he reloads his players and – it's just a commitment to excellence in everything that he does, and he's a tireless worker. He's a hard ass. I mean, he's a lot of fun, but at the same time, you know there's someone else behind you that could take your job in two milliseconds if you're not if you're not running the right route or you're not going, you know, dropping in the right zone coverage. He he can he can pull you and put someone else in there that was an all American, and he's he just got the stables full, and he's going to continue to do that. We're talking to a former LSU quarterback, Josh Booty, now Hendon Hooker in Tennessee. We're hearing a lot of Joe Burrow comparisons to that year where Joe Burrow just took LSU. Big game this weekend against Georgia. They're the number one team in their eight-point underdogs to Georgia. First of all, does that surprise you? And do you see any parallels with that great LSU team with with uh, Mr. Burrow? Yeah, I see some early parallels. He's got to do a lot more damage. I mean, Burrow and those guys, they beat Texas on the road. They beat Bama on the road. 
this is Tennessee's chance to shine at Georgia in Athens, you know, between the hedges. This is as big a football game as there, there's been all year. Of course, one and two in the, the new – uh, playoff polls as well, and yep. I think Georgia's defense is the difference in the game. I, they're number six, I think, nationally. They don't give up much. They've got they've got balance on offense. Stetson won a national championship. He he'll probably play good in a in a big game like this at home. He's been there six years. They got the two tight ends that are just world beaters, uh, Bowers and Washington. And yep. I mean, they can control the clock, and and that's what Bama Bama gave up way too much on defense. And I think Saban's going to have to shore up that secondary for them to come back and try to win this thing uh, or win it all, you know, and it, I think they'll have a chance at it. But Tennessee and Hennon Hooker look like an experienced group on offense. I don't know about that defense. And when you get on the road, if 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 Georgia gets up a couple of scores, now they can pin their ears back and kind of make dictate the, the game and dictate that Hennon's going to have to throw. You know, if, if Hennon can stay ahead, he's going to be great in that environment. But if they get behind, it could be tough on him because – Georgia's got so many athletes on the defensive side of the ball. They're a little bit better than Bama was when they played Bama a couple of weeks ago. How big a deal is that Josh Heupel tempo and pace? And it's wild to me how fast they move down the field. Can that knock Georgia off balance? Maybe make up for a little lack of, you know, I know Georgia's defense is so talented, but if they're tired, I don't care who you are. Yeah, you're going to have trouble. Yeah, speed kills. And then the way you deliver that speed, you know, with, with the play calling and yeah. the efficiency, like Hendon's a – He's an upperclassman. He's got a lot of starts. Like he can control the tempo, and that's what he's trying to do. And that's why they've had success. They they can run the football enough. And Hendon sits in the pocket and makes good decisions. And Burrow did a lot of that. And then if he had to get out, he'd make a an unbelievable play outside the pocket. And Hendon does remind me a little bit of Burrow. But I just think Georgia's going to have too much for him. I re- I really do. I, and that I think that's what the line is eight eight and a half. I saw it when it came out, and I'm very interested in the ball game. It, it Hendon's going to have to play another unreal game one of those four touchdown no pick performances for Tennessee to win the game because I think Tennessee is going to give up points to Georgia Josh which at which quarterback right now do you see I know we still have a lot of season left but who do you see transitioning well to the NFL well I think you talk about Hendon Hooker we talk Bryce Young I think is the most complete player he's played in the most big ball games in terms of all the first round guys uh the guy of course at Kentucky's a strong physical stud I like him a lot, and C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. Um, I think this Caleb Williams kid at USC next year, he could be he, – he's he's an Aaron Rodgers uh, a guy that can get the, rid of the ball and throw it you know accurately downfield quick. He can run. He can move. That guy's the most – I think he's got the highest upside of anybody in college football, but I think Bryce Young is probably the most ready for the NFL. Nothing bothers him. He's so small yet, but he's – We've seen Kyler Murray do it, and he's like this little ninja out there making plays. And Bryce Young is similar to Kyler Murray. He might not be as quick, but he, he might be a better passer. And uh, nothing phases him. So I, I like, I've seen Bryce Young play since he was a sophomore in high school and seen him live. And I lived in Orange County, California for a long time, and I've watched this kid. I love his family. Bryce Young, is to me, is as close to an NFL starter as anybody. Now, C.J. Stroud's also very good. Oh, size doesn't concern you? I mean – it, I don't know if he can would. put on a lot of weight. I mean, <laughs> it used to would. I think you know a lot of people. We do talk about this, like how many hits can he take? You know, yeah. so we saw Tua take two hits back to back, and Tua is not that big of a guy, and Bryce is much smaller than Tua, so that does scare me. It depends on what kind of offenses he's in and what he's asked to do at the next level. Because if he has to do, you know, if he's got to work the entire game himself and the whole game's on his shoulders, that's going to be tough for him. Uh, but I do think he is. You know he's ready to play and have success faster than anybody else at the college at the you know from here to the pros that that transition. 
Uh, Josh Booty is here with us in studio. The Bula Challenge app. Now, this is a really cool thing. It's like basically peer-to-peer kind of betting. And you can do this. You can. You were just telling us, like, you know, you can have a judge if, say, how <laughs> fa- you know, who runs faster, Perloff or Josh Booty? Well, we know that. But I could be the judge, you know, or and, and if I decree, then I'm the one who decides, you know, who actually wins the bet. I imagine, though, like, there's not this does not exist out in the world yet. But I imagine your family probably could have been the perfect people to be like the incubators because I just have to imagine the amount of athletes you have in your family, you guys all have to be super competitive. We are. That's kind of <laughs> why we decided to do this is because we tried to we wanted a platform to where you could talk trash with your friends. We <laughs> we play a lot of golf, right? And we and a lot of guys welch on their bets and we're like, dude, we need a social platform mm. where it holds you accountable for the trash talking you're talking. You know what I'm saying? It would be like we're we're at the bar the night before we're going to play a big golf round and a guys like Oh, let's play for a thousand dollars a hole, and we wake up and play the next morning. He's like, "Oh man, I'm hungover. Let's play for ten dollars a hole." Yeah, right. You're like, wait, 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 wait a minute. We didn't wake up to play for ten. We yeah. so I think it holds people accountable, and that's never been done. And that's why the Web three, the blockchain, is so mm-hmm. important for this app. No social app is on the blockchain. It's the immutable ledger, which holds you accountable. And now you can take social and kind of take take gambling and 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 mash them together. So we say TikTok with a verdict for people to understand because. You know, on TikTok, people are doing – old ladies are doing dance-offs yeah, right. and <laughs> kids are doing social, yeah. you know, all kind of dude perfect, jackass. You could do anything on this app and it'll go viral. You just compete with your friends for anything, anytime, anywhere. I th- so, yeah. well, by the way, how many blocks did you go on the city bike? Because your legs might be tired. Maybe I could take Josh right now. <laughs> Not right now. I don't race. think so. I think no, I'm warmed up, though, right he now. He could oh. bike to Connecticut, and <laughs> I don't think you're going to be I able to beat him. my heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> you can download the Bula Challenge app. Again, it's like peer-to-peer betting, so there's no sports book involved. Very, very cool. Um, okay, because you also you played football, of course, and then you played baseball as well. Settle this show debate for today. Oof. Okay? This. The Astros last night. Four pitchers combine for a no-hitter. Is that a no-hitter? Well, it's a no-hitter for sure in the books. For It's a team win. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, would you call it a no-hitter? Now I'm leading the witness. Yeah. Would you call that a no-hitter? Yeah, I would call it a no-hitter because it's a team effort. You know, and it's a team sport. If it's, you know, you're playing golf, it's different. You know, it, I, yeah, I, I, they, they all did a great job. They made the plays defensively to – I think what it's done is is uh, you know give the Astros a leg up too because um, you know you win that game in that fashion it's like now that's kind of like you know you it's almost like a knockout punch you want to throw a knockout punch right and that's a knockout punch when you no hit somebody that's a big deal no one's ever done it except for uh, Darn Larson in the in the World Series and he'd had the perfect game but. Um, you know, I just think it's a knockout punch, and they're wanting to deliver that. And I think the Astros are a great team. And, you know, Verlander, though, tonight against Syndergaard, right? I mean, yep. this is a matchup. Verlander's struggled in the playoffs. This thing's going to be awesome to see how he responds to not having ever won a World Series game. Well, I'm a Phillies fan, full disclosure here. <laughs> yeah, so what was that about the knockout punches? I loved it. I loved hearing every minute of that. <laughs> Josh, we had uh, Jeff Perlman in recently who wrote the book about Bo Jackson. So the time you were coming up in the 90s, and you're a two-sport superstar, drafted in both Major League Baseball and the NFL. Was Bo an inspiration? Did you have the guts to say, I want to be Bo Jackson? Yeah, you know, I was a quarterback, so completely different position. My dad was a coach. He coached baseball and football at the high school level, but I was more a Deion Sanders guy, to there be honest. Yeah. I, yeah. I love Deion Sanders, and I, I did like Bo. He's, I think Bo's the greatest athlete we've ever seen on this planet, but – 
I just like Deion Sanders, and so I, I kind of wanted, and I played, I got to play against Deion. I did in baseball. I didn't get to play against him in football, and I never got to play against Bo. But I just, I wanted to do that. I wanted to be the first ever quarterback to do it, and that sounds crazy because it's, it's to be a quarterback and to do that, you got to be the CEO of the organization mm. first. You can't yep. miss the off season and think you're going to play actually on Saturdays or Sundays. I got it was hard enough at LSU to win a starting job. You got all these five star, four star guys, mm. you know, and then take it to the next level, the NFL, where every little thing matters, and you have to be there for your team in the off season. There's just so much studying, preparation. You know, it's like I, I tell everybody every week, it's like studying for a midterm test. So you can't just helicopter in like Dion did and show up, you know, and suit out and be the quarterback. I just yeah. – it's, <laughs> it's not ever – I don't know if it's ever going to be done. Uh, maybe one day someone will, will do it maybe as a marketing ploy. But Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if he sits out another year or two, baseball would be very difficult because you got to see mm. that live pitching and he was a – you know, he was an outfielder. Um, so it, it would be tough. I mean, even the guys like Russell Wilson that played in the minor leagues, yeah. he didn't really make it past a ball. It's hard as heck to do that, you know, yeah. and, and then to be a quarterback and have all that on you, it's, it's very Well, difficult. with the quarterbacks, too, the money's just so big in football. It's like you don't have to – not that the money wasn't big in the 90s, yeah. but, like, now well, you it's are insane. the organization. Yeah. Really, it's the head coach. It's the quarterback and the head coach, and you're running the entire deal. And if you're not there, if you're playing baseball six months out of the year, yeah. you're not there. They can't count on you. What do you think about Deion Sanders? Do yeah. you think he's going to move to a, a bigger program? You know, Jackson State is great. Do you think he's going to go to a Power Five next year? I think I think he will. I don't know if it'll be next year. I, I'd love to see him at Auburn, um, to be honest with you, in the SEC, especially in the same state as Saban. Mm. That would be a lot of fun to watch those matchups. And you know he's going to recruit his butt off. I mean, Deion's a, a marketing machine just himself. I think he'd be great for the SEC. I'd love to see him, but I, I don't know how fast we'll see him there. Wait, I mean, how many great recruiters are we going to have in the SEC? That seems <laughs> almost unfair. Uh, well, Orgeron was probably the greatest recruiter yeah. of all, and he's not even in the SEC anymore. Good, we good couldn't point. keep him. Uh, I saw him last week in at a Halloween event in Miami, and he's just <laughs> – He's looking like he's like 190 now. I'm like, no, Ed, oh, what is up, dude? He goes, man, I got myself in shape, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good impersonation, Josh. I like that. Was he in a costume? No, he oh. wasn't in a costume. We I don't even say, know what Ed Orgeron would go. What kind of yeah, costume yeah. would he wear? Well, I would have said, the sky's the limit. I would have walked up and said, "Wow, you're doing a great Ed Orgeron. That's yeah. really good." <laughs> Has no, anyone ever told no, you? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, again, you can go to BulaChallenge.com. B-U-L-A. There's a Bula Challenge app. Super cool. You can bet your friends. You can do it on anything. You know, sports, life, uh, bar games, all that cool stuff. You can download that app right now. Josh, thanks so much. Really Thank appreciate this. I appreciate y'all yeah. having Thank me. You, this Josh. is special. Awesome. Thank appreciate you. it. All right. We got Rich Ackerman here with a CBS Sports Network update. And then, oh, coming up next, we're going to lake and bake. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fun interview with Josh Booty, former LSU NFL quarterback. He was the fifth overall pick in the MLB draft. That's pretty cool to be the fifth overall pick in the MLB draft and a six-round pick in the NFL draft. Yeah. That is rare. Uh, you know, that, that's rare territory. How many other guys? Chris Wanky, Brandon Whedon. It's pretty cool. I wish I was a, I was a no-sports star. So <laughs> yeah, I, I really respect... stars? Yeah, I really respect the two sports stars. <laughs> that's two more than me. Yeah. <laughs> I also, you said, you know, was Bo Jackson the inspiration for you to be a two-sport yeah. star? Said, no, it's Deion Sanders, <laughs> who was amazing as a two-sport star. But, and, you know, he said something interesting. Josh said that you can't be a quarterback and be a two-sport star because there's too much work. Yeah. Deion might have been the exception. He was so incredibly exceptional at everything he did that he somebody like that maybe could do it. The idea that he could possibly go to Auburn, and that's what Josh also said he'd love to see him recruiting yeah. against Saban, recruiting against Kirby Smart. I mean, that would be pretty, I mean, everyone in the SEC, I guess. But that would be something. Well, did you see the report today that Dion landed in Atlanta and everybody went berserk about it? So Dion had to issue a statement saying I'm there for other business reasons. People <laughs> thought either he was because there. Because of Georgia Tech? Well, Auburn is, I, to get to Auburn, you often fly to Atlanta. Oh, that's kind of a stretch. I mean, I've done that trip. I've flown through Atlanta to get to Auburn. I've literally done that. But Atlanta's a huge metropolitan city. Dion <laughs> played for the Falcons. There's a million reasons he could be in Atlanta. Yeah, that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. But that's not going to stop the internet from going nuts and speculation. I thought you were going to say he, went to, he was in Auburn. Oh, like, if he, had, if he was he, in the state of Alabama, it wasn't even in the state, and that created a firestorm? Firestorm oh enough that Dion had to comment on it. He said, I wasn't going to Auburn. We are idiots as a society. It's we also should, Atlanta. It's not some random city in the middle of the country. Yeah, yeah right. by the way, and it's, it's like a huge, the biggest hub in the yeah, entire for country. Delta or whatever. Is it Delta? <laughs> One of the biggest airline hubs. And it's like, oh my gosh, it must be in Auburn. No, no, no. Like, but there's, there's nothing better than a player or a coach on a private plane and trying to figure out what they're doing. Those are the best kind of rumors. It's even better than the real estate agent says this person was looking around. Dion to Auburn. The real estate agent, yeah. though, is usually more correct. Than just the pl- oh, that's not true. Actually, no, the plane's they, usually pretty good. They were pretty good on Peyton Manning. We were following his yep. plane around, Favre's <laughs> plane. But now it's Josh was talking about this. It's almost like we want to will Deion Sanders into being the coach of Auburn. It'd be yeah. so entertaining. I know. Yeah, but does he want to do it? Right? Like, of course, I think he wants to do it because he's wanted other jobs. He wanted Florida State. Yeah, no, I get it. It's just like the one thing about, and I'm not saying that it's not a full-time job to be at Jackson State. Of course it is a full-time job to be there, but there's something, it seems like Deion Sanders is still kind of able to be Deion Sanders and able to be the coach of Jackson State. When you're coaching at a power five, again, I'm not taking away from Jackson State. Of course, that's going to be a full-time job, but is it so all-consuming you can't also be Deion Sanders? Like, for example, I'm thinking about Magic Johnson. When Magic was, became the president of the Lakers or general manager, what was his title? president he's president, president. Yeah. he couldn't be magic johnson anymore you know because you can't be flying all over the country and doing things you want to do when you have such a huge job like that so i don't know um by the way i have to apologize i think i was spreading some fake news because dion is saying that 
somebody was deliberately misleading everyone about the Atlanta flight. This is Dion talking about. <laughs> I don't even know. It. This has become a big and... <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah, the I guess you know how college football message boards might have gotten a little out of control on this one. Yeah, yeah. Which is is that a surprise? Yeah, what a college football <laughs> message board that's not out of control just might as well not exist. Yeah, I, that's funny too. Georgia Tech would obviously make a lot of sense for Dion, but is that a job that is Georgia Tech football ever moved the needle for somebody like that? No. Um, I mean, no. Calvin Johnson went there, but other than that, yeah. I know Calvin Johnson went there. And do you know who one of his teammates was, who now is a very famous wrestler? A little trivia for you guys: Who mm. was Calvin Johnson's teammate, who then went on to mass stardom Goldberg? in the WWE? No. Um, I was you my like best. Guess. <laughs> you know, I don't think that. No, Goldberg's older than. Yeah, him, I don't way. think the ages would work out there. Um, who? Roman Reigns. Wait, did he? Any? He, he was a football player. Yep, and they were on the same team together at Georgia Tech. There you Tech. go. Uh, okay, let's get to our Lake and Bake. Lake and Bake. Lakers won their second game of the season last night, and it was an unlikely hero. Reeves, Reeves, got to get it in in three-point country. It's to Ryan on its way. He's got it. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan sends it to overtime. Told you that's why he should be in the game. Matt Ryan, come on! So crazy, the former Colts quarterback. I'm just kidding. (laughs) The bench for Sam Ellinger is out there. I was dying to make that joke too. I can't believe you beat me too. I I think Stu wanted to make it as well. (laughs) By the way, can I just point out that Bill Goldberg played at the University of Georgia, not Georgia Tech. And two years before Calvin got there. So oh, that would have worked. You were close. I was close. But, okay, Matt Ryan, How about the football Matt Ryan? player. Oh, I'll give you $100 if you know where Matt Ryan went to college. This Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan the, not, the door not, da- not Boston College. Not This is DoorDash <laughs> Matt Ryan, right? He was driving yes, a DoorDash door- car door-dash. a year ago. No Googling. Oh, I got I have no idea. Wait, can, is it D- D1? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tulsa. Tennessee Chattanooga. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Is that D1? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah I guess of course they are, right? Terrell Owens? Of course. Uh, Matt Ryan was the unlikely... By the way, they're definitely not D1 football. Uh, I don't know about that. But yeah. anyway, Matt Ryan, the unlikely hero, gets the Lakers their second win of the season, and that's your Lake and Bake for today. I mean, the fact that they need a Matt Ryan three-pointer to beat a Brandon Ingram-less Pelicans. Yeah. This is not... Things are not turning around in Lakerville <laughs> right now. Well, There's Zion still a was lot playing, of work. though. Yeah, I know, but there's still it was in LA, right? There's a lot yes. of work to be done here. There's a lot <laughs> of work. You think so? Oh yeah. You know, I got this sneaking suspicion, and I don't know if you guys are feeling this at all too. There's so much going on around Kyrie Irving right now, and I don't want to even get into all that. It's upsetting and it's just whatever. But does something feel like he's gonna end up on the Lakers? Is anyone else Please getting no. that feeling? Please I know no, still. <laughs> so another person doesn't play defense. It's the last person you want. Um, let alone all the other stuff. Are you getting that sense at all? No. no. Okay. I, I'm back. I mean, I would be totally shocked, but I feel like there's like, a, is it getting to be too much where the, where the nets are going to be? Oh, mm, let me explain my thinking here. Yeah. Is it going to be, get to be too much where the nets are going to eventually either buy them out, just say like, listen, you can't be around the team right, right now. I don't know if things are getting better. It seems like every time he talks or puts out statements, it seems to get worse and worse. And the nets themselves are so dysfunctional. And then, Add on top of it, you know, LeBron has been pretty silent here. You mm-hmm. know, he hasn't said anything about what Kyrie posted. And LeBron is usually pretty quick to take up on 
causes where, you know, people feel offended or hurt. You know, he's definitely thrown his weight behind the toxic work environment in uh, Phoenix, which I know the owner was saying racial things, but it was also misogynistic things where you know, LeBron taking up for women's causes. He's done this before with the LGBTQ community. He's done this. So the fact that he has not said anything about the anti-Semitism, it's not that he, you know, that everyone has to, but to me, it seems like a defense of Kyrie mm. um, because I know they're friends again. I think that, I think that this is the way the NBA wants it. They want on each coast have a complete dumpster fire for symmetry. So the Russell Westbrook <laughs> Lakers and everything that is the Brooklyn Nets, it just works out too perfectly that the most two most negative teams in all pro sports yeah. are representing New York and L.A. and yeah. the NBA. You want to hit every time zone. Right? I think you could combine them all into one team just to <laughs> sort of make it convenient so you can put that team on ignore yeah. and hope that they lose in the play-in tournament. But honestly, both teams, like, I don't know if Kyrie is a great basketball solution there too. I don't know what the Lakers need. But Kyrie, in well, the, what is already a messy situation, just seems like more trouble. I know, but there is like, no matter what he says and does, there is this like appeal that Kyrie Irving has amongst basketball players. There is a reason why Kevin Durant wanted to leave Steph Curry to go play with Kyrie Irving. Because he's an idiot? Well, there's a reason <laughs> why, like, I think guys are like drawn to him or they love the, they appreciate how he plays mm. or something like that. He does things maybe they can't do. Maybe appreciate, they appreciate that from him. Um, how he's able to finish at the hoop, stuff like that. And I think he and LeBron are friendly again. And I just find it noticeable that LeBron has not said, tweeted, mentioned this at all. Yeah. Uh, honestly, keep it all away from me. I don't I don't even care no. if Kyrie goes to the Lakers. I, mean, say the I Nets, would never watch that team. Say the Nets cut him. Does another team even pick him up? That's an interesting question. There's speculation that nobody wants him right now. I mean, right now, I mean, it's today. Yeah. Maybe some more time. Uh, Stu Kovacs, Mike Samter, thank you so much to Josh Booty, to Ian Eagle, who joined us earlier. You can download the Maggie and Perloff podcast wherever you get them, and we will see you tomorrow. We out. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.